hope you're all doing well. Once again, I mean, once again, it's, I sound like it's a chore to say that, but no, I genuinely mean, I hope you're doing well and you're thriving and you've had the best week ever. Welcome to part two of the podcast with Adam say She's from Lilith Astrology. She's a damn good astrologer like psychic a witch she's just amazing if you haven't listened to part one I would go I would recommend you go listen to that first this is a continuation of the chat because it was such a long and intense and deep chat so the part two is where I cry so pretty much the whole time I'm just crying it's not tears of sadness it's tears it's kind of like a mix of the it's no it's definitely not sadness but it's like tears of joy and tears of being overwhelmed it's just an it's just very emotional it's it's like as if someone could understand you for the first time in your life that's how it felt listening to her just say things about me and I'm just like well how did you know that it's sort of you know she could just like read my soul just through my chart and it wasn't like I was like oh I'm a Capricorn my my moon is a Taurus and my rising is Gemini even though it is I it wasn't like that it just automatically came up in conversation my friend Ali was also co-hosting again this episode so and we're both Capricorns so we had a lot of discussions about that but just even if you're not a Capricorn there is a lot of talk about all the signs we also discuss those new signs you know how like last year or the year before there was all these drama about having new star signs whether that's true or not we discuss that we talk about what it means when you've got a very opposite birth chart placement so my friend Ali for instance she's got earth air water I think it is so she feels unbalanced and we discuss because there are a lot of people who have opposite birth charts for me for instance Capricorn is earth Taurus is earth and Gemini is air so I don't really feel that unbalanced the way she does but we discuss because there are a lot of people like I said who have unbalanced earth placements on their chart we also discuss Adam's psychic abilities now she predicted okay so, oh my god so I've got to say this chat was actually done probably an hour after terrorists I'm gonna say it's terror I'm, I'm saying it's terrorists because it was terrorism terrorists bombarded the capital so this was on the 6th of January earlier this year and it was, it was insane. And Adama had actually, like, she didn't predict that there was going to be an attack on the Capitol, but she did predict some sort of civil unrest and some sort of terrorist act. And so it was crazy. And it, and it, you know, more was breaking and things were happening while we were chatting. We did discuss it a little bit, but we actually didn't know the extent of what had it was going to be and what had happened. So that was crazy. And we also just talk about what this year is going to look like because let's be real 2020 was a f- like I don't even know what to say about it it was just you know crazy for a lot of people and we discuss when is it going to get better and we have an answer so I'm looking forward to the future I hope you are too and I hope you really enjoy this chat there is a lot about manifestation as well so I hope you definitely get something out of it but until next week I will talk to you then I would love you to explain a little bit more about, because I've never even heard of Lilith like on a chart or anything. So what is Lilith? Yeah, so Lilith, the the placement that I work with is actually, it's called Black Moon Lilith. And it's a lunar apogee. So essentially it's a point in space. It's the furthest of the, and you'd be interesting because it has to do with the moon. It's the furthest orbit of the moon. um, And it's that point in space. And basically the moon is, is the divine feminine mother. That's the moon. Um, and the moon actually rules women. 
and she's one of the divine feminine archetypes. The black moon is the shadow, the 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 woman, the, the energy, the female energy that's kind of stuffed aside and stuffed in the shadow. I actually correlate Lilith energy to women of color because mm, yeah. on top of being a woman, you're repressed for your skin color on top, and we're we're darks and we're black. Mm-hmm. So I also equate yeah. that energy, but anyone any any even male female whatever gender you identify as can this is in your chart um and it and if it if it if you're more of a um feminine energy it can manifest more in a way of um repressed feminine and and if you're more masculine or identify as male and that's the energy that you identify more with it can be the the type of woman that kind of triggers some things for you trigger certain shadow behaviors um and that's more for men but i really mostly focus on on the you know the femme side yeah um, in that energy but this is it's so interlinked and in an astrology class that's when i realized i wanted to start little astrology is because my teacher brought in lilith and so this is it's a fairly new um it's a fairly new energy in terms of using it in the chart but um, and I'm doing a lot of research actually on, on Lilith myself, just with my clients and things like that. Um, but this is an ancient tales all this time. This is the first story. And we already have the patriarchy completely dominating and taking over the feminine. So it's mm-hmm. literally the story of, of us, of, of humanity and, and the shadow. This is the shadow that we need to get over is to stop like, you know, undermining the feminine. The energies are supposed to be balanced. The male is not supposed to completely dominate the female. And that's imposter syndrome. That is a, that's just like, I mean, that's a symptom of patriarchal. So (laughs) I don't know if I can curse, sorry. No, yeah. I'm like (laughs) trying to, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Yeah. There's just like, there's just so much, like, even when you just think of the balance between the sun and the moon like they yeah. the sun has this very masculine energy and the moon has very she's lunar she has a female energy mm-hmm. and they work equally they have exactly half the time they have a nice crossover at the end of the day they visit each other to check in how everything was going in the morning and then it's fine but it's balanced and i yeah. think that's where we need to be. We just need to be balanced. I have a question on that going (laughs) off that because um, I guess we just learned, well, I just learned my moon and rising like early this year, but we said we're Capricorns. I personally like never related at all to my sun sign, like in any way. I'm not on time. I'm not (laughs) the hustler who started a dog walking business at age 11. Um, But then when I found out my moon sign, which is Libra, I felt, I finally was like, oh my gosh, okay, now I can like really get into this because I finally feel like it makes sense. And uh, my rising is Pisces. So I finally was, I don't know, it just, I connected to it way more, but it's interesting, I guess, how, how you find that balance. So I have like earth and air and water. And I always just feel like I've always felt pulled in so many different directions my whole life. Very indecisive. It's very hard for me to like stay on one direct path and like know what I want to do. How do you like give advice or help people who have very like opposite 
I don't know, birth chart placements and how do we find a like healthy balance? Like, I'll just give you a mini reading right now. Uh, yes. <laughs> once I find someone's big three, I can like give you something. But so what's really interesting is my moon squares my sun, which is exactly what is happening with your moon and your sun. Um, and so I can speak from experience, but so Libra squares Capricorn because they're just, it's not, it's not the same energy at all. And mm -hmm. there can be tension between those two. It can stem from um, just wanting to keep the peace in your home when you were a child. Um, and maybe you felt like you were put there to do that. And so throughout your life, you're constantly feeling like you have to try to keep the peace and your moon is what is your instinct. It's what you fall back on. Like I identify way more with being a Leo moon than a Scorpio sun. Like people are usually like, you're a Scorpio. I'm like, yeah, so don't forget. Um, but the, the key is, is integrating what you know inherently with your moon and then looking at where your sun is placed in your chart because that can give you an idea of how to channel that. So for me, it was like Leo moon, oh, beauty, like business. I have Leo moon in the second house of money and earned income, beauty, business. How do I do that? Oh, Scorpio, that is, that's, that's like a Scorpio is an occult sign, like studying, you know, witchcraft and right. astrology. That's a Scorpionic thing. So let me channel what I know and make what I know look pretty, but then talk about some deep stuff. So it's like, it's like I'm channeling. So for you, Libra, Libra is also actually a very aesthetic, um, peace, 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 loving, harmonious, balanced sign, an air sign. And you also, um, you're more logical with your feelings. Like you need to um, kind of get them all together in your head first before making decision. Understanding that about yourself and allowing yourself the room to tap into your moon, but then start to kind of channel that into the Capricorn and be like, let me write down my ideas and then like meditate on it. And then I will make a decision slowly. You don't have to pressure yourself mm. um, to make decisions because then that just adds resistance. Um, but it's basically just kind of taking those energies and integrating them. So I don't that's know why so I'm crying. Why are you crying? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's so beautiful. I was like, I don't know. I think I finally understand why Allie can never make a decision. <laughs> I just like, I just like, I could Love just that. see it in like your face where you were like, you got it. Yeah. Like you got an answer. So I, I know, know I have I'm an emotional. answer. <laughs> oh my God, I'm actually, I don't know. I turned emotional. This like stuff is so interesting. Like, it, it is about just the self. And this year has been so like, yeah, I've just been trying to self-discover so much this year. And astrology has helped me last year. Yes. <laughs> has helped me so much. Like finally come to peace with why I am the way I am. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think it's been a big turning point for a lot of people. I don't know why the last, I would say the last year and a half, I got, I've started to get emotional. I'm, I was never, I was just like stone cold hearted bitch. Um, but <laughs> yes. now, now I'm like, oh my God, Ali got her star signs. I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, firstly, this is going to determine if we can be friends or not. Am I a Capricorn or not? Because yes. what is with these new, um, <laughs> signs and like and they're kicking people out of like things and everything oh. like where oh. are we because I I don't know why I just I see I'm a I'm on the cusp I'm, I'm on the 20th so I understand a lot of people say I'm an Aquarius 
but and I don't know why I get offended by it. They, I love the water. I would, I, I, I let is my happy place the water, but somehow I get really offended by anyone calling me an Aquarius. Aquarius um, is an air sign. Yeah. Oh, they're not even water. No. People what? think it's so because, air, but it's it's an air sign. Yeah. Oh well then. Well, then I'm really, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I really I'm, don't, like, really don't it. like it. I don't know. I'm not that. I'm just, I'm, all of your listeners are going to be Aquarius. It's just why. I know. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. My moon sign is a Taurus. I have a, most of my placements in my entire chart are Aquarius. Really? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Well, well the, Saturn rules both Aquarius and Capricorn in ancient astrology. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that good? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Saturn well that's why the cold-hearted stuff like that's Saturn <laughs> that Saturn energy is 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 so it's not like Capricorn and Aquarius are cold-hearted it's just Saturn is the ruler of restriction and hard work lessons and discipline just like with Pluto Pluto rules Scorpio and that's that's death <laughs> like yeah Pluto is the planet of death so it's, it's basically like with that energy ruling your sign that is what you exude out to the world. And that is what makes sense for you energetically, but it doesn't mean it's like bad. It's just, that's the yeah. energy with Scorpio. We can come off intense because yeah. the death rules my sign. Like I'm not a light and airy person, even though my Mars and Libra may lead some people to believe like <laughs> I, I do my, the work I do is extremely deep. So channeling that energy, um, right. and even with you, like you're saying, you know, you're, you're getting more emotional, but and maybe the transits, honestly, because we just had the eclipse or we just had um, the Jupiter Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. And that, that's a major event that was on December 21st. Um, and it, I think it may have triggered a lot of feelings um, being released and especially um, uh, Aquarius people have Aquarius placements or if you're close to that, yeah. it was like zero degrees Aquarius. So it was like, right. Actually, it was a right that's like right on your, that's right around your sun. Oh, if you're the right at the end, I broken? <laughs> yeah. But I think it also can be really great in terms of what you're doing, like your career, yeah. um, things like that, because Jupiter is involved and Jupiter is a planet of growth, expansion and abundance. And then with your ruling planet there with Saturn, the thing is, is Saturn wants to, um, wants you to take a look at what's, what's not working and eliminate what's not working okay. so that Jupiter, that abundance can express itself. And that's okay. what moon and Capricorn for you guys is important because it's about like Saturn only creates discomfort. If you're trying to do stuff that's not aligned with you, like in Portland, like, or like, or me leaving New York, like I was like, this is not aligning. And I'm, I'm like trying to do this and I'm miserable. Saturn is going to be like, listen, you right, gotta, yeah. gotta do this, 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 this. And I'm sure you're like that too, like straightforward, like, like this is what's up. And this is the truth. And so that's really, you know, yeah. Saturn energy. And I think that's also why Saturn, um, Capricorn and, and Scorpio particularly get along because we have mm-hmm. such intense planets ruling our, our sign. We right. get each other, like the no nonsense mm-hmm. stuff. Like we're right. just like, this what's up. <laughs> yeah. Like when I've looked I it up, my, my moon is Taurus and my rising is Gemini. And so when I read it, I feel like it definitely resonates and I do, I have to, as much as I'm like being a bitch about Aquarius, I do sometimes I read stuff. I'm like, okay, that also that more (laughs) the carefree side, because I've always like fought with that a little bit in the sense of I'm very like straightforward, can be stubborn in that, in that Capricorn way, like headstrong. But Mm -hmm. then I'm also, Oh, that's, have this that's side of 
Pardon? That's not the cap. That's not entirely the cap. That's the Taurus moon. Taurus oh, that's is the Taurus moon too? Moon, Taurus moons are so fixed. They're a fixed earth sign. Um, but the reason why also you, you have, a, you're a woman, but also the moon is, is in its, its ex exaltation in Taurus. Okay. Uh, the moon is at home in cancer, but in Taurus, it's also like, and it, and Taurus moons love nice things. They love luxury. Like they love self-care. They love good food and like, they need to like nurture themselves, but you, you need like, if you say you're going to do something like you need to do it, like mm. that's what Taurus moon, you're like, you got to be on point and things need to be stable. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think that that is a thing because I'm like the half of me wants that carefree, like I'm very, my like personality, like my personality is either that way or it's Jump. like boho, like flowy <laughs> dresses, like yes, that's, carefree. Yep the world but and then I was like oh my god that's probably the moon with the I don't know anything but I'm like that's my twin Gemini like I don't know what's going on <laughs> but it's definitely your Gemini like because it's like the free carefree social but then Taurus moon I always feel like it, it's really interesting with Taurus moon specifically because I have multiple Taurus moons in my life they're either like super luxe like they need like brands and they need to like deck their house like in just all the latest stuff and everything needs to be new or they're like the boho earth mom, like plant mom, like smokes weed, like connect <laughs> to earth. So there's like that, that's, I've lit, cause I have both in my life and I'm like, okay. so interesting. Like, yeah, wow. I, I definitely like the aesthetic, but I don't need the brands. I'd rather it just be like, like all my flowers in here are dried, like native. <laughs> yes. I ordered more today. I'm like natives and mm -hmm. just like earthy. I'm very like that girl, but Oh, it's so interesting. Thank you so much for giving us that. That's so fun. Uh, of course. I love that. I do. And, but you, I do want to quickly touch, because that was one question someone asked me to ask you. The new signs, it's not a thing. It is a thing. Like, what the hell is happening? Oh, so a fucus, the, the new. Um, so the thing that, that I want people to understand with astrology is that it's ancient and there are tons of constellations. Like, they're, they're actually so vetted is the um eastern sect of astrology from india and they use tons of different constellations like mula and ardra like ones that western does not use so i mean just because a sign uh, uh and they also go by the planets the the sky is a backdrop with fedic but with western we don't even go by like the sun exactly being in scorpio the we go by the equinoxes it's called the procession of the equinox and that's what separates us from that practice of astrology is western that's what the age of aquarius and all of these buzzwords mean is basically it's describing the the procession of the ages so then that that slips the vernal equinox which is spring back a sign and so ours is just completely different and we go by the ecliptic so it's just science. Like, I feel like every year it's funny when I started working at the astrology website, the same article ran like, you know, that was like, I don't know, like 2014 or something, the same article ran. So it's just like the news cycle. They want to get clicks. Um, but generally, yes, we know there are other constellations, but no, a few kiss is not part of the 12 because the ancients, like my, my, you know, brethren before me, that is the, that's 12 is a, a, a number for a reason. We, the 12 signs exist for a reason. They're connected to the energy chakras and the points in the body. 
different different signs rule different parts of the body it's us and so the wow. sky is a reflection of our physical body it's it 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 just that's yeah, not. I, just <laughs> I, like, I get like i'm like no there's no it's not that 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 God. does not exist it does exist among all of the other ones like there's tons of other constellations um mm -hmm. and what's really interesting one of my um contributors she writes on the blog from time to time loves to bring in um i think she's studying more of the eastern astrology she'll bring in constellations i'm like i never heard of someone but uh, do you you want to bring them in cool but like it's not like they don't like instead of like asking astrologers like how does a, a fugus fit into your fit into everything they just kind of demonize it and this is going again back to the dawn of time of demonizing these practices that literally work um just based on on their observation of the sky but i don't know <laughs> it's yeah. not one of the okay good yeah but, but some people may take that particular constellation into consideration with their own practice because there are many astrologers that use these different constellations to describe um like regulus is one that um a lot of astrologers use and it can describe someone's persona and how they show up um so it, it's yeah it's it's deeper than that okay. <laughs> oh my god i'm good with that yeah. uh, i mean about this constellation yeah first. i mean the the irony is if there was the extra sun stein i would 100 percent be a capricorn like though i wouldn't even be on the cusp and still i'm against it like i'm oh. still like no <laughs> but yeah. and the other it's thing like should we like um just thought you know how people try and align their period, sorry, period chat now. Um, people try and align their period cycle with the moon and stuff. Firstly, how do you do it? Secondly, it, what, what, what's the thing about like, how do we, I, I want to know, like, yeah. I, I need That's to so interesting. What's nuts is mine actually is. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I oh think like God. I'm trying to get there, but I don't like, obviously you can't force these things. It no. just happens. But there are people that swear by having it aligned with the moon. Yeah, it is like the full moon of cancer. I had my period um, the last, when I was moving, like all that stuff, it literally started on full moon of cancer. And it was early because I have an app where I track. Yeah. Not yeah. That, but I have a period, just a period tracker app because mm, I track right. the cycle myself. But I was like, and this year I was like, this has been like synced up. But I think it's been that way for me because I'm a Cancer rising. The moon rules my chart. Right. So and when there's like a full moon, like a, like I'm just emotional. Like when when the like eclipses happen. If eclipses are happening on a um, sensitive part of my chart, the change is like like there was an eclipse when I left my job. And I, I, it was like, I, I didn't even like plan like, oh, there's an eclipse. I'm going to leave my job. There were right. pressures that were pushing me. I was like, I knew that this, <laughs> I'm like, this is game time to leave. Mm -hmm. um, but it just makes moon cycles even more yeah. potent. So I think I that, think, yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to pay attention to that. But now, because yeah. whenever I do like a big change in my life, like I quit my job last year as well and very similar situations, the pressure and just being, I, d I just couldn't breathe anymore. Like I was just dying. Um, but I, I always check the moon because my grandma ha has to, to make moon. sure it has to be a good <laughs> moon. We're leaving on good moon day. And then I'm very connected to numerology. And like- Oh, what number are you? I'm 20. 22? No, just 20. That's my favorite number. 20 is like my number. I just, it like when I see it, 
like around it just there's a good sign about it there's always I always do like big things not every month or anything but like if there's a big moment in my life I make sure it's on the 20th like you know very into that but I think I'm gonna start like trying to look at the astrology behind it as well because that it's not gonna hurt anyone (laughs) yeah that's what we call um so in astrology when you're picking dates for things it's called an election so yeah, it's yeah. really interesting Ironic. what's going on. I don't, know if y'all, I don't know if y'all checked out the news today, yes. but it's nice. like on my live stream yesterday, I have multiple people messaging me like, you called it because I literally said January 6th, there's shit's going to pop off, protests. Shut up. Really? You guys got chills again. I, I literally like, stormed over and they, they stormed like- the they stormed the Capitol, yeah. broke it. Well, I mean, they didn't go through security. They're just like walking through the. You yeah. called that? Yeah, that's crazy. So, like, what what would you say? Like, well, the ballot specifically that they were gonna like get in the Capitol no, building. No. Like something was gonna something happen. was gonna happen. Like, but yeah. do you find like do you have where's the balance between astrology and um having like psychic powers then? Mm-hmm. So so basically so the techniques that I use that my teacher taught me are are predictive techniques. So I use, you can use astrology to predict. I also am psychic as well. Um, I, I don't channel, I don't channel like, you know, deceased people or spirits. It's more um, the ability to see through. And so it allows, that's how I can do shadow work with people because I can fully see and like have access to other things. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, you're so cool. I'm just like, <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> I have um, but I, yeah. I, do, I do three different techniques to predict. I do, it's called transits, which is just basically how the transits are. And this is mundane astrology, how the transits are happening for the world. So that's how you can predict world events. But then you can layer on other techniques for people specifically, like um, it's called solar arc and progression, secondary progressions. And I can, I can predict things like marriage, I can predict childbirth, I can predict like a lot of things. Um, I don't tell everything because I, if, if information is not going to help someone, I just, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. um, but I was able to predict this because of the transits, just the mundane, we call this mundane astrology when you're doing it for world events, right? Um, because Mars, the planet of war, aggression, yeah. action, just moved into Taurus, which is its detriment. Mm-hmm. So Mars does not re- react very well when it's in the sign and it's triggering Uranus, which is the planet of shocks, surprises, and changes. And then it's forming a square to Saturn and Aquarius, which is about the collective and lessons and basically uprooting a lot of the old structures. And, sh- and for things to uproot, you got to see them. So we need to go see white supremacy to uproot it. So these people, literally Black people went and stormed a Capitol and went inside. Oh. It would literally... Yeah. I want to know, like, oh. let's, not, let's not forget. So, you know, what, you know, what's creepy. Another reason why I was able to predict this is I also, we look at history. So as far as when you're looking at mundane, like mundane astrologers all really need to know history. So that's the separation between like birth chart astrology, which is like your own information. Mundane is the world. So you have to know some facet of history and Saturn in Aquarius the preview, we had that March through July of last year. I predicted all how last year was going to go um, because of this. And so last year, that's when we had tons of protests. I was like in the middle of them in, in New York City. We had tons of protests, uh, tons of civil unrest. The white supremacy was just 
out and they nobody care but the thing is is saturn is purging and that's something that you even go through personally in shadow work is you have to talk about and see and see these things happening in order for them to shift so mars is coming and triggering and and i think especially in the united states we're going to keep seeing this keep getting more and more weird that's disappointing (laughs) yeah i know disappointing um it really is i mean yeah i mean we had our election during mercury retrograde in scorpio I mean, yeah, like what's I what, can't make this up. I know you can't. Like <laughs> yeah, it's written just, in the stars, like literally. Like that's just so my god. Like what in terms of this year, I'm not asking you to predict what's happening this year or anything crazy, but like what I did do a year video. You can you can watch that. I, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna save the hell out of this. It's like make it good. I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> what is what what should we like okay. I mean, say whatever you want to say, but what, what is this year? What, what are we doing? <laughs> it does get better. Okay. So it's not all challenging. So definitely. So January to March is going to be like, like this, the, you know, the crap, the political stuff, um, the unrest. Um, I mean, we're still going to be in lockdown, but I think things will start to subside a bit um, once Jupiter moves into Pisces. And so and that's good for you, Pisces rising. Um, Jupiter is at home in the sign of Pisces. So Jupiter is the ruler, the ancient ruler of Pisces. And so Jupiter is very comfortable. And we have been dealing with Jupiter in its uh, fall position in Capricorn for since December, 2019, which is basically why we've been feeling all this lack is because Jupiter has been constricted. So now, we, and we, we have Jupiter in Aquarius now, which is now Jupiter is expanding all of this, these lessons and this, this world change and all of that right now. Um, but when Jupiter moves, we're going to get a preview of that from, um, it's like May until it's like July. And then Jupiter will move back into Aquarius because we do have it retrogrades and comes back. But I think things will start to subside around spring. Um, and we won't feel as constricted in our movement. And we also won't be dealing with as much, I mean, the political, like, it's going to be decided like we're, we're going to get through this like right. it's like I don't know it's like I don't know around the corner I'm like looking at my my calendar I'm like yeah, I don't yeah, know well, when it is yeah I mean in terms of the numerology I was like it's going to get better because the um inauguration is on the 20th which is oh. funny so I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like the best birthday present ever Literally. but you know you're right like in terms of it, it's not going to just be the 20th we're done and everything's good now it's it, there's going to be a lot of civil unrest for quite some time and adjustments and yeah. everything. And I mean, I'm no astrologer or psychic or anything, but I think your prediction of about spring is probably when we will like sort of settle in all aspects of this in terms of politically with the virus, you know, a lot of people will be getting vaccines by then. Like they'll going to help yeah. a lot too. I mean, I just pray for the world. I hope that, you know, yeah. we're going to be better. And I, you know, I, I definitely like for a lot of people, for pretty much everyone, last year was really tough. I had a really tough year personally, but I feel like I already feel like they were lessons and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, they, that was good. You know, it like sucked, it really sucked and it really hurt, but it was good lessons and would just take the lessons as they are and just, you know, move forward. That's, that's Saturn. That's oh. about lessons yeah. and in order for things to change Saturn and Aquarius, Aquarius is a revolutionary sign. Aquarius represents the people. It's humanitarianism. Um, 
it's just, it's like the collective, like something like socialism or um, healthcare reform, that's an Aquarian thing. And in order for things to shift, they have to be seen. And that's, that's what happened last year is a lot of people had challenging years because there was dormant stuff going on that really didn't resonate with you and, and a matrix that you built for yourself that didn't really resonate with you. And in order for it to leave, you got to go through some discomfort for it to be removed so that you can have something, you know, more in your, in your and you know, you're, you're doing this podcast, like that is more in your resonance than, you know, what you may have been doing before for work and things mm-hmm. like that. Capricorn also, especially with the Taurus moon, you tend to stay in situations that are comfortable, but it, it's like, but you're also like, <laughs> like, mm, I need to kind of break this, but you do like the stability. So that can create tension within yourself of feeling like I need the stability. I need the stability, but I'm also Miz. I'm also Miz. <laughs> like, what do I do? I'm also uh, crying again. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. I you're not. I, I have my clients. That's interesting. A lot of my clients do tear up. Or- yeah, I think it's just like someone like you. Like I feel like you're reading my heart exactly without as someone who like finds it very hard to explain how I feel because I'm not I'm not very open in that respect. So like when someone gets it without me trying to put it into words, it's just like. And I don't know how to put it into words. Yeah, I don't, like, know, I don't know why I'm like that. I don't I get it no either. <laughs> I have this, but oh, <laughs> you're like my everything. And I, I like, I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm no one like psychic or anything, but I also have like these really vivid dreams all the time. Like I dream like every night. I remember my dreams every day. And I'm always like, why? Like, how do, what does this mean? But you know, I'm just, it is, it is what it is. I'm happy. I, I love dreaming. But... I want to know why. Yeah, dude. Your moon is in the 12th house and that represents dreams, the subconscious, the unconscious. Um, and it also, that means you have a very deep intuition. So you definitely should listen to yourself, especially about money. Um, I think that you could, once you, you let go of maybe some of the feelings that you're not enough um, and that you're not worthy, you can start to bring in more money for yourself. So I'm crying. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> you didn't know you're gonna cry today, did you? <laughs> I didn't need to cry today. <laughs> but oh, no, it's really know. good. But no, I think I I do like that is one that like pretty much I always say like my only like talent in life is I have a really strong gut and very good intuition. I'm like oh, yeah. people can doubt it, whatever they want and mm-hmm. say other things, but I know my gut very well and that's the one thing that I will always trust and it's centered with your heart Taurus mm-hmm. rules the heart oh. and it's like when you're coming from a heart-centered place as well um that's the one thing I also teach my clients is to not look to the external when it comes to manifestation and money look at how you feel so back in corporate it always was like Monday meeting would be like how much sales oh we need to reach out to this person we need to do this we need to do this we gotta do this you gotta run yourself da, da, da. When you take a divine feminine approach, which the moon in Taurus is like exalted, like divine feminine, like goddess, the goddess sits on her throne and works on her energy. And then it comes to her it manifests and magnetizes to her. You don't like, you don't have to do anything, but be, you don't have to do anything, but be yourself and, and do what you do best and do what you're talented at and feel good about it. And then feel like you're worthy. And then also not like I've, I, also with negotiating salary, every 
week, uh, every day I'm negotiating because I freelance like writing and then I have my own business where the, the prices are publicly listed. And so I had to, to shift feelings of lack to be able to do that. Um, and I did that through my job, but I feel like for you, um, working through those emotions and the best way is just to lean in. And I hate to use that term, but like really when you feel like, oh, I feel discomfort about asking for this price, raise it twice and then sit in that discomfort. And that will, that's what I'm talking about with like things raising wow. to the surface. Because that's oh, a trauma. That's pretty You're like, on point for her right You're now. like reading my heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's weird. That's like, because I'm freelance as well. And I'm just like, and that, that is, that is, I, I don't do well with any sort of confrontation. Asking, yeah. even, simple as asking for help. My mom always says, I was just born like that. Like, I wouldn't even let her do my hair when I was like two or three. Like, no one is to help me ever. And then and anytime I had to uh, like ask a question, for me, it feels like it's confrontation, even though it's not. And everyone would be like, yeah, sure, whatever. But asking like for a price, I'm just like, oh, no, don't don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I'll just, it's cool. But towards moon, because the thing is, is with the 12th house, it's, you can spend your life trying to find that, find that. You can, it's like, it just doesn't seem to like be in this conscious realm. And so when you're looking for your moon in the 12th house, you have to take active steps to, to, you know, you have to push through that. I call it pushing through the, the fear, but you have to push through that fear and then you can, it becomes second nature. Um, like now I'm like, no, I can't do that. Or mm, I could do it for a hundred more, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I'm not afraid at all about pricing, okay. but I used to be like that as well. And I made bottom of the barrel compared to my counterparts when I yeah. worked in um, you know, I made, I made enough money to survive New York city, but like, I was not making anywhere close to what I should have been like, as a male white counterpart, hmm. but I had to focus on shifting that fear within myself and Taurus moons, like they have no problem about like asking for, for the, what they're worth and the money. And like, Oh honey, I'm not doing that for less than this. Like Taurus moons, but for you, it, you have to take that extra step to now find that within yourself and hoist it up and just have clear boundaries with people because especially as women like they will just take advantage if you allow them to we we teach people how to treat us and when we come forth with like that energy of like these are my boundaries this is what i'm worth the universe is like oh oh that's what she's worth okay never mind let's bring this in okay let's bring this in it's like changing up furniture from like when i when i was living in lack essentially like when i got that apartment i was not as alchemized in terms of of my lack as I am now so the apartment just didn't fit me anymore so I'm like oh we got to change this this furniture because I was manifesting from a place where I didn't think that I could get a better apartment in New York um so it's 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 another thing too with manifestation to remember is that it's delayed so having patience with it and knowing that the universe will provide for you what you intend you have to allow it to manifest and allow the universe to wow and surprise you. Because in this reality, it's not like, you know, Harry Potter where you're like waving a wand and then you get what you want. Like that's not how it works. It's now we're using our own internal power um, to bring those things in for ourselves. And sometimes it takes a little time, so. Oh, (laughs) thank you, sorry. I know I've like totally gone over your time and I'm so sorry about that. This is a pleasure. I love Capricorn. Oh, okay. so amazing. Like that's me guilty. I'm again. just like I feel like student and I'm just like 
trying just like, to wait, mentally... I need to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to like, we'll have it in podcast form so we can. Yeah. Like, I'm, this is just being like again. amazing. I mean, I just like, I know it's supposed to be a podcast full, but at the same time, I feel like everyone's going to like love it. It was and like, you're going to like read your everyone's heart at the same time. And you've got such a special. Honestly, can gift. I just say, um, so therapy, I know a lot of my friends recently started doing therapy because this year was 2020 last year. Yeah. But, um, I think if astrology could be like incorporated with therapy, Mm -hmm. it would be so much more helpful because sometimes you just spend so much, they spend so much time getting to know you, but I feel like what we've been here for an hour and I feel like, Oh honey, I need to give me already. As soon as I said, we said we will cut you, we will Capricorns. You were like, I got you. I I know. (laughs) Like, I think, yeah, I would prefer this. I feel like I need someone to, because I feel like in terms of therapy, they you're reading a situation and you're reading how you have like passed in the past tense reacted to a situation mm-hmm. but in astrology you're reading within and mm-hmm. you're looking more towards why you are right because this is why you are and yep. this is what it means going into the future you're not necessarily basing it off a past experience it's just your inner self and I think that's such a special thing and I it really I just really wish it wasn't I mean it is what it is and hey there's more opportunity for us to get an appointment because if people that like want to diss it and be like it's not real or whatever you go do you go do your thing but I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly believe in it and I mean it's very maybe I'm just more like in tune with the earth or something I don't know like whatever but like I just feel like it's just the sun the moon the planets the stars have just always been a part of like my inner self and mm. I know they always will yeah. you know what's really interesting too with with people who don't believe in things like that um like I never get like or I and I, I don't I've never seen on like you know science videos or religious videos like any commentary from spiritual people or astrologers about anything no doesn't approve I'm like do you but then they want like I I get comments like I've gotten messages things like that like find you know find Jesus whatever I'm like do you (laughs) but I don't I I'm fine I'm living my best life like if you that's what you choose I don't go to you and and what you're doing and like like do stuff so I think it's it's just that's the nature of people who believe in this stuff is we're looking within. Like, I don't, like certain things can happen to me in my external reality. I always bring it back here because we manifest what's going on. And that's the way that you can shift your life is if you always bring it back here. But if you're looking to external outsource or resources to shift something in your reality, it's not gonna, that's, it's not gonna happen. And that's one thing also with therapy that does not have any, spiritual connection is you're only seeing this much like you're not seeing you're literally it's an infinite the amount that you can see um when you're not looking when you're looking with your third eye instead of just these two you can see a lot more um and so I definitely feel like um you know my clients just get more of a I mean people come to me regularly like it's therapy um and I mean I am a psychology minor and I did study it and read um, and I still do read um, different psychology books because it's interesting to hear the mind. But when paired with the astrological knowledge, it just exactly 
And actually Carl oh, Jung, who's a, he's, he's a well-known um, psychologist, Carl Jung, he's an astrologer. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, I mean, if you're not into it, you do you, like, but just stay in your lane. Just don't come at other people for doing what serves them. <laughs> just Every astrologer I know is extremely smart. Mm-hmm. educated they were either they were like like my teacher was a, a computer programmer and a mathematician wow like, math like serious like for my yeah. test i literally had to do a chart by hand and do all the math uh, yeah <laughs> i don't understand like half the words like graphy like it's not for the, no, no. whatever we're, we're not gonna be end on a negative note because now i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know. <laughs> let's end like it's, not for, it's not like for valley girls who want to be like oh my god i'm an aries like no exactly. it's, yeah it's, like no it's not like that like I, I i have to say i do love those memes when i see like oh you yeah, know, oh, yeah. Overhead in la or something that was one the other day and she was like i can't remember what it was but it was like oh he's a capricorn like whatever this time was and i was like oh it's cute oh well i love, no, I love a good meme i love yeah, i love it yeah i love it let's energy <laughs> let's end I usually end on like an article, but we've already touched on the article and that was the article between religion and astrology and everything. But I want to end today on um, one thing you're grateful for. Let's end with some oh, gratitude. I'm grateful for my family. Nice. Lovely. That I have like both my parents, everyone's healthy generally. Um, and I'm just grateful for that. Like, cause I know a lot of people that have lost um, people in 2020. So yeah grateful for that what are you that's great um I'm grateful for my cats right now because that's my family right here (laughs) and you I mean my family's in Ohio and I'm grateful for them as well but um pets yeah they just provide that that comfort as well yeah I mean it's the same (laughs) I'm grateful for friends family health and people like you who are like like sharing not just sharing your gift for attention, like that doesn't make sense, but like for attention or anything, but sharing it because that's your truth. You're telling your truth and that's your heart. And I'm grateful for your hair because it fucking rocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you so much. Oh, I'm thank gonna, like, you. Everyone needs oh. to like book personal appointments with you. I'm going to put your deets in the show notes, but do you want to um, share where they can find you in case they're driving or uh, something and they'll do it later? Yes, come on by to lilithastrology.com. And then also on Instagram at Lilith Astrology. And you can also find me under that name too on YouTube. So yes. And it's a great channel. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love this so much.